1: Welcome back to Straight Out of Marvel, it's Kevin27, back with another fire episode, and today we have a Marvel news show, so let's get ready, let's go ahead and get into it, you already know to start off, 5 star ratings, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify, follow Kevin27, World on Instagram and Twitter, subscribe on youtube let's get to the shits now i just got back from seeing guardians of the galaxy volume 3 for the third time doing my part to get marvel back to that billion dollar status you know what i mean and i just did my part and i'm saying man it's still an amazing movie to me still top movie of the year guarantee you that so i do want to talk about some of the things i missed out on on my initial podcast right So I know for a fact I did miss that Peter Quill had a new ship, right? And that new ship is called the Bowie, named after David Bowie. For some reason, it didn't even register that he had a new ship even since the holiday special, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. So I don't know. For some reason, that didn't register to me. But, yep, got a new ship. And also... Somebody DM me and told me they say, "Hey man, you didn't talk about the Star Lord helmet uh, controversy." So apparently, James Gunn said that Star Lord ruined his helmet at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. That got that has to be a, a load of hogwash because it was an Infinity War. So unless he meant Infinity War, then yeah. But Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, no. So. Yeah, it was a controversy. I honestly, I really didn't even think about it, but he did not wear his helmet the entire film. And honestly, I'm so used to Marvel doing that type of stuff. And it didn't really cross my mind. Even when he jumped out of the high evolutionary ship and into space, it didn't even cross my mind. Like, yo, where's his helmet? I guess because it's been like so long in between films, right? Infinity War came out 2018, Guardians or not Guardians, but in uh, Endgame came out 2019, and then I mean the holiday special was a blip, you know what I mean? So you got to think four years. I honestly, it didn't even cross my mind, but yeah. So I know a lot of people was wondering, well, why did that happen? So, um, New Rockstars has a video up titled. The uh, helmet plot hole, I haven't watched it, so I'm going to watch it with you guys, and we're going to have a good old time with it
0: allusion to his Guardian saga in the MCU. A narrative that he didn't always have full control over, leading to some interesting logical inconsistencies or plot holes in this <laughs> final chapter. Why didn't Star-Lord Peter Quill use his helmet to survive that final spacewalk from Why the, the ship to nowhere? In Avengers Endgame, Peter had his mask back, and Garn has tweeted that Peter left the helmet in his desk drawer while in a hurry to leave. But if you watch this movie closely, there's an even more powerful reason he doesn't use it. So we're gonna explore the timeline of He the left it in LCD his
1: desk. Your and I'm sorry, that's a load of crap. Or
0: even cooler than we realize. Now, New Rock Stars is now a network of three channels. This main channel, my film analysis side venture, the deep dive, where I actually broke down the Guardian's shield. All right, man, get to it four years after Guardians Volume 2. In that time, the Guardians have upgraded to a new ship, the Benatar. Groot has aged up in a teenage Groot. Peter grew some new facial hair and throughout Infinity War, he uses a new helmet that he presumably rebuilt during those four years. James I Gunn was way off. direct Infinity I War. I said the Milano, NK. they had the Benatar. Did, but Gunn is credited as a producer on both films and consulted on the Guardians scenes for those films. He just didn't have final creative authority on the story, which is probably why Gamora gets killed off in Infinity War. Now, Peter Quill dusts in Infinity War, but when he returns in Endgame, he's once again wearing the mask, and he wears it in the scene where he reunites with Gamora. We didn't see, see Peter wear his mask at any point in Thor Love and Thunder. Why does he have Tech the helmet on? Or in the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, which was directed by James Gunn. So this kind of led to two different realities. One continuity overseen by James Gunn, in which Peter Quill no longer uses his mask. One overseen by the Russos and the Marvel Studios brain trust, in which he does. Far more people saw Infinity War in Endgame than people who remember that Peter wasn't wearing his mask in those brief scenes in Thor Love and Thunder and in the holiday special. And it's been years-
1: okay, but he wouldn't need to have worn his mask because he was on atmospheres in Holiday Special and Thor: Love and Thunder. He, you know, what I'm saying like he was he was on planets. It's not like he was in space. We don't see him in space without a helmet.
0: So here since we saw that brief shot in volume 2 of his mask breaking and we are just psychologically wired to see reality as the presence of something than the absence of it and so when peter leaps into the void of space it just really bugs some people why peter would do that without a stretchy helmet that everyone remembers him having in avengers endgame so when asked about this on twitter james gunn responded quote it's in his desk drawer in nowhere he had to get out of there fast as you know and for the next question people ask The rockets that clip onto his boots are far inferior to the jetpacks rocket has made them, so they're not around at all anymore. Because I guess people were also asking why Peter doesn't have his rocket thrusters on his boots. Someone further down the thread reminded people that Peter's mask broke in volume 2, but then Gunn responded, It did, but then he somehow had a new one in Infinity War.
1: Yeah, that's some bullshit. Honestly, I'm not buying it because if he had the rocket boosters, he would have been able to survive without needing adam warlock so i'm not buying it i kind of think it was some type of continuity error or james gunn just really didn't want him using the helmet anymore and they did what they did in infinity war in game. so
0: he like well fuck it somehow which you can't help but hear as somehow palpatine returned <laughs> Now Gunn has told the Hollywood Reporter that in reference to Infinity War and Endgame quote They did some things that I wouldn't have wanted He said Star-Lord would have killed Gamora if she asked him to but he would not have punched Thanos to doom the universe That could be how we get this moment in Volume 3 where Peter comments on the events of those movies Yeah, she was my girlfriend only she doesn't remember it because it wasn't her Because her dad threw her off a magic cliff and she died and then I lost my temper and nearly destroyed half the universe And she came back out of the past there she is Everyone else who died in the past stayed dead. Not her. Why? Was it the magic cliff? I don't know. that's some freaking infinity stone scientist. And some dumbass earth dude who met a girl, fell in love. That girl died. And then came back a total dick. You left out some important information, but that is the gist of it. Now, me. Mate- I
1: ain't gonna lie. That part in the theater, I was like, Quill, you dragging it, bro. Let it go. I get it. You're looking at the love of your life right in your face, and she doesn't know you. But as far as an audience, this was four years ago. It's like, bro, we don't want to. It was cool at first, but they kind of just was dragging it. I was like, golly.
0: It's kind of the best month. It's sunny out, perfect temperature. You want to be outside, and you can maximize your time salmon or surf and turf shrimp and steak and i can tell you from personal experience even after reheating that steak it's so good
1: i know what i I know what the ad sounds like come on
0: off your first factor box. Actually, James Gunn's decision to have Nebula give Rocket the vibranium arm of Bucky Barnes in the holiday special kind of feels like revenge for the studio screwing with his character's lives. And now the people making Captain America 4 and Thunderbolts are gonna have to scramble to justify this or just ignore it. I don't think it's implausible that Peter would have left. Yeah, that is
1: something strange. And I didn't think that it could be some revenge shit. But honestly, that makes sense because him having... Uh, nebula getting rocket's arm makes zero sense like when did she go back to earth right i mean it makes zero sense and he just got it he she just gave him like no way no way that bucky just gave her the arm so you're saying she just took it off of him but that's not her property it's wakanda's property so it just, that that makes zero sense. And I'm interested to see how they flip that in Thunderbolts.
0: Put ...his mask in his drawer on nowhere. He was... They gonna fuck around and, and say it was a replica. ...within hours of Nebula having to carry him home. By the way, gun revealed that that was a Chris Pratt dummy that... That weighed 35 pounds, and that is so awesome. That That's my real proportions. That's what I look like. That's you. But what may be harder for you to buy is that Peter would take that leap of faith without having his helmet. Did he forget that he didn't have it? Was this really just done to structure in a victory for Adam Warlock to justify him joining the team in the final minutes of the movie? Well, sure, that's Peter what it and seemed like. Right? Michelangelo's creation of Adam was no accident. Peter is descended from a god, and you could see this as Adam's activation moment. But there is more going on here. When you rewatch this scene frame by frame, Peter only went back for that. Zune before Cosmo fainted and the bridge broke but of course he wouldn't leave it behind after ego broke the Walkman the Zune with its music compiled by Yondu is the only parental link Peter has left and Peter actually makes a really smart tactical improvisation here he rips the fluid hose off the bulkhead and he takes it with him into space he releases tiny bursts to continue to propel him just like Wally does with fire extinguisher or Mark Watley does with the slash in his spacesuit in the Martian and once Peter is aimed correctly he releases the entire hose and uses Newton's third law shedding him forward now debris slows him down but in a few seconds we get to see how Peter Quill both still loves Yondu and is capable of smart on-the-fly engineering solutions the way rocket always pulls off he uses his heart and his brain. Grabs Azun because he knows Rocket will need this spiritual guidance as the next Captain of the Guardians. This whole movie is about saving the universe by saving one friend. So why doesn't Quill use his helmet? Because he drunkenly forgot it in a drawer, but also because he has evolved enough as a hero to no longer need his shell. Iron Man wasn't helmeted when he made the sacrifice play. Peter Parker didn't wear his mask when Doctor Strange completes a memory wipe spell. These heroes are not toys, they're people. And in these finales, it's more cinematic See these people's faces get up. Hey, on Friday, May 26th in Los Angeles, I'm gonna join Tommy Bechtold.
1: Yo, okay, fire video. Shout out new rock stars. Yeah, it seemed like a lot of copping out to me, honestly. Seemed like a lot of copping out. I don't understand it. It kind of makes zero sense, but whatever. Guardians of the Galaxy, still movie of the year, no cap, but it seems like a lot of copping out. But yeah, I fuck with it. I still love Guardians. So that was fire. So let's move on. Alright, y'all know I love the shit on Disney Plus. And they have said to have lost four million subscribers in the first three months of 2023. This is on the heels of them losing 2.4 million in the last quarter of 2022. And um, yeah, I'm not saying anything about some woke shit. Apparently, when you read deeper, it's deeper than the headline suggests. The headlines suggest that Disney Plus is just losing subscribers. I don't think that's the case. Apparently, when you dig deeper, they're saying that uh, India is something. have It has something to do with India, which is why they're losing so many subscribers. They're all like Indian subscribers. But if you dig a little deeper, they have lost 300,000 subscribers domestically in the first quarter of the year right so that's still a lot domestically and i'm just telling you i just really believe it's the amount of no content when you have adults who are paying the shit and you don't make enough adult content you got to feed us with the star wars and um the marvel stuff and i think they need some more they need more adult content you know and I think that's what's fucking up Disney Plus. And uh I'm here for it. Even though I'm paying my Disney Plus shit every month, I'm here for the the, the, the demise of Disney Plus. Ha <laughs> ha, I'm here for it. And before we continue any bullshit, prayers going out to Jamie Foxx. I haven't said anything because I wanted I mean, I don't know what's going on, so I just chose not to speak up on it. But uh this not about to say the sister, his daughter Corinne Fox says, sad to see how the media runs wild. And then I'm gonna go back. This is coming off the heels of a lot of news publications saying that Jamie Fox's health has taken a turn for the worse and the family is preparing for the worst. So this is his daughter updating everyone. And she said, My dad has been out of the hospital for weeks recuperating. In fact, he was playing pickleball yesterday. Thanks for everyone's prayers and support. We have an exciting work announcement coming next. So, prayers up and round of applause to Jamie Foxx and the good man or good woman above, whoever it is, the universe, whoever you think, good juju. We need Jamie Foxx out here, man. He was just in Spider-Man No Way Home, the biggest movie Since the pandemic, at least as far as hype go, um, Avatar is globally the biggest movie since the pandemic. But hype wise, no movie bigger than No Way Home. And he was a main, he was one of the main focal points, right? Like, I loved him in that movie. And not only that, bro, it's just Jamie Foxx. Here I go, here I go, here I go. Tonight's the night, you can check out my flow. Like, come on, man. Don't sit here and act like you ain't watched the Jamie Foxx show on B. Well, I'm 31, so give me some room. On BET Plus, or I was going to say BET Plus. On BET, when you miss school them days, you got that four-hour block or two-hour block, four episodes of Jamie Foxx. Come on, man. I love it. Love Jamie Foxx, man. One of the GOATs. Come on, Ray. One of the best movies of all time. So we definitely don't want to lose him, especially as a black man in his 50s. We already know the life expectancy for a black man in his 50s is around or for a black man in America is like low, like high 50s. So we want my man to defy the odds. You know, when my granddad died, he was 77, I believe. And one of the things he said is I live longer than the average black man in America did. So don't be sad for me. Like, that's how we feel out here. So I'm telling you, man, we are all in prayers. And and I get, I get the daughter, right? But, I mean, Jamie Foxx is a loved individual. So people just want to know. And I'm glad she updated everyone. Even though it's not our business, I still think it was important to update. Give an update and say what's going on with Jamie Foxx. So glad he's all right recuperating for the last few weeks he's been out of the hospital I've seen some shit where they had him laying in the bed looking all beat up and shit like bro so yeah I'm glad they did that it was very important to all of us so shout out to Jamie man and rest up All right, so let's get back to Guardians so we got a couple Guardians topics and Guardians of the Galaxy by the end of this weekend, should surpass five hundred million dollars globally, which is huge because this is a word of mouth type of film. It's very the 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 first weekend. Remember, you guys seen I posted it, reported it on my Instagram that uh they're underwhelming. the The numbers are underwhelming, and then that Sunday it just took off. Like, so what's that tell you a lot of word of mouth, a lot of uh repeat guests, repeat viewers. I went to go see it a third time. And when I went to go see it today, it was the the house was packed. Like it wasn't a lot of seats left. So it's definitely a word of mouth film. And especially with Mother's Day coming up this weekend, definitely something that people are going to take the fam with to go see. So, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is shaping up to be one of those ones. And we might actually hit that billion mark. And I am hoping for it. I need it. I need it. I'm thirsting for it. I'm thirsty for it, man. I want Marvel to hit that billion. I want nothing but successful Marvel, even though it does nothing for me. Well, it does something for me financially. I mean, honestly, the more people in the Marvel, the more people are into my podcast. And that means the more money I make. So, yeah, shout out to me. (laughs) But seriously, um, I think that's good, right? So let's move on. Let's talk some more Guardians of the Galaxy. So we got a review from IGN. And they say Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is a great film, but it's uncharacteristically violent for an MCU movie in certain parts. Hmm. IGN must didn't see Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. And they say particularly when it comes to animals be prepared to cover your eyes if that sort of thing is hard for you to watch and uh yeah they said it might be a tough watch for animal lovers and kids and i'm here to say you guys are pieces of shit well i ain't gonna say pieces of shit but i'm telling you i didn't see all of this concern when black panther wakanda forever came out they started the movie off with t'challa dying i mean seriously we had a funeral inside of a movie, for God's sake. Like, come on, man. Now, you got to mind me. Like, don't mind me because I'm not that big of like, I'm not an animal enthusiast. I'm ordering me a 10-piece chicken wing tonight. You know what I mean? So, I'm not like super, oh, I'm all into the animals and stuff. I'm, I'm really not, if I'm, if I'm just being honest. He, damn. How is this this episode talking about? I'm like, I'm not that big into the animals. So it is what it is to me. I'm not, oh yeah, we got, We I'm not really stressing it this, that bad. So I thought it was cool. Like the things that was making me emotional was stuff like, I think when the guardians separated, that was when I was the most emotional because I was like, damn, this is what it feels like. This is what this must be what it felt like when the Beatles broke up. Like, that's how I felt. I was so sad, even though happy on the Guardians embarking a new journey with Rocket being the leader now and uh, Mantis going off and doing her own thing. And, you know, everybody quill. But, bro, I was still sad because I love the Guardians. I told you guys maybe I don't know if I told you, but I'm more of a Guardians fan then Avengers and that might sound sacrilegious because Spider-Man is in the Avengers but I love the Guardians man they got like the chemistry and synergy it just works well like the Guardians movie this one was so fire people going back and playing the Guardians of the Galaxy video game and like oh my god this game is so good yeah I told you guys the game was great it's pure Guardians it's it's pretty much that movie is pretty much the movie without Nebula and without Mantis because Mantis isn't a part of the Guardians in the video game and neither is Nebula. Because, uh, spoiler alert, uh, uh, Gamora killed Nebula in that universe. In that universe, she killed her. So, because I feel like Nebula was a little more true to her comic book self in there. So yeah, man, I, I, I love the Guardians, and I thought that was more sad than anything. Like when, when when Nebula was saying, oh, it's worse than what Thanos did to me. I'm like, is it? I get they're trying to pour it on and make it super sad, but I mean, bro, Thanos replaced every part of her body with some type of metal or some shit. That's crazy. He made her a weapon. So I don't know about that. But still, I loved it. But I think it's a little bit over the top. Or that just says something about people that my guy couldn't garner that much uh that much sympathy, right? And stand with guardians. Stand with Guardians. Wait, where is that at? Here we go. So they said Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 holds the world record for most prosthetics used in a film with 22,500. The record was previously held by How the Grinch Stole Christmas. That's a W. Marvel taking records. I'm here for it. I mean, it was very practical. It didn't look like, all oh, Nat, like when they was taking, when they took his mask off in the movie, it was like, it was disgusting, bro. It looked, it looked very much real. So I love that. And again, I think Guardians of the Galaxy was just super fired. Oh, Peter calls Guardians of the Galaxy Bomb three, the best animal rights film of the year. And then they say the film has helped audiences see animals as individuals And suggesting that just because we can't experiment on them doesn't mean we should. That's all fine. That's all dandy. But like I said, that has nothing to do with any regular person. We don't do the experiment. It's the companies. It's not us. Like, you know what I mean? I'm not experimenting on any raccoons. It's the companies. It's the companies that does all this stuff. So, I mean, I mean, that's all. I mean, I'm not trying to be like insensitive. Well, I mean, be insensitive to who? Like animals? Like, come on. But shout out to Rocket. Very good film. I think that's all of the Guardians talk. Then we got a couple more before we just get into some funny shit. If you care, Spider-Man Homecoming is now streaming on Disney Plus in the U.S. I only said if you care because if you're a real Spider-Man fan like me, you got all of them on Blu-ray anyways. Like, what are we talking about? But yeah, Spider-Man Homecoming, still fun, still a great movie to watch. I might do like a a, a review for that just to do it because I haven't watched it in a, in a while. Okay, Samuel L. Jackson says secret invasion has to happen for the Marvels to make sense, which is clearly why this is coming out in June and the Marvels is coming out in November. So that's pretty much why they, you know, delayed it why they delayed the Marvel, so, you know, because that has to happen. Which is why I was like, oh, well, maybe Nick Fury gonna die, but then I thought about it, I'm like, well, he's gonna be in the Marvel, so there's no way. So, glad to, it's good to know that that's gonna be after that, and I wonder why. It might have to be because Nick Fury has to deal with all of the BS, right? Like, he has to get all the bullshit up out of there. It was a report also that Nick Fury's talked about or not Nick Fury but Samuel Jackson talked about the lack of superheroes in it in a secret invasion and he said that's for a purpose that it's a reason why it's not many superheroes in secret invasion now I've heard people speculating saying it could be because of um they could use their powers I don't think it's anything like that personally I just think he just got his own shit going on personally um now let's get to some funny shit. Somebody said which Spider-Man had the best riz, and we're talking about Toby, Andrew, Miles Morales, live action, or not live action, but the animated and uh Tom Holland. Somebody said Toby, and it's not even close. He went through four holes in one movie. Um, me personally, I said it was Andrew because he got the girl on the first movie. None of them did that because think about Tom Holland. He got the girl, but it was not even a girl that he would end up being with. Right? He fucking arrested, got her dad arrested. That's not player. Like, bro, I'm sorry. I get you a good guy. You know, I love Spider-Man, Tom Holland, my fucking favorite. But, bro, you got to just let some shit slide. Now, nah, I get it. I get it. They was trying to rob the Avengers airplane. So you can't let that slide. But he was fucking with Vulture from the beginning. I think he should have just told Vulture, like, hey, bro, I know what your plans is. Like, you're trying to do this. You're trying to take down. You know, are you or trying to go into the and get the Avengers, all of the Avengers memorabilia and whatnot, all of their weapons inside the plane? Don't do it. I know who you are. I can expose you. I'll tell your daughter some shit. I'm dating your daughter. Like, he could do some player shit. That way he could have still been with his girl and not got the dad locked up and she moved to Seattle. Like, nah, we don't, nah, bro. Uh, Miles, I mean, who was his, he didn't have no girl in the first one. Like, I don't even know why he on there. He had no girl. Like, I'm thinking Gwen might be messing with him now, but he didn't have no girl. So, no. He don't even come close. Like I said, Andrew got the girl in the first movie. She was his girlfriend. She brought him over to dinner while he was Spider-Man. Like, all of this shit. And not only that, she didn't even know he was Spider-Man. I don't believe so. She didn't know he was Spider-Man in the beginning. So... I'm telling you, Andrew had the rears. Now, as far as Toby, yeah, he did have four girls in one movie, but I ain't going to lie. I get it. Early 2000s is a little different. But when you go back and you watch those early two Spider Man movies, yo, Toby was a little pervert, man. Why? Well, he was rolling around, swinging around, sneaking kisses. He snuck a kiss from MJ, right? I get it. She loved it. End up eventually, but bro, he knew who she was. She didn't know who he was. And he snuck a kiss. That's disgusting. I'm sorry. And then what he did in the, fourth, the third film, I mean, sneaking a kiss with Gwen. I mean, come on. So disturbing the girl in your class you got a crush on and you over there sneaking kisses talking about go ahead lay one on me they're gonna love it like nah and then you did it in front of your girlfriend that's not Riz at all so bad to the point where she went and she wanted to smash Harry like come on bro I I can't roll with that now when he was black when he was the black Spider-Man he had some crazy Riz you know he went and took Gwen out on a date all of that had a Russian chick feeding them cookies, you know, with the milk included. I get that, but I still think it was Andrew Garfield. Cause he got the girl in the first film. His girl, the girl he wanted, right? Now he couldn't save a life, but he still had it. So that's just my personal opinion. What do you guys think? I just I think that shit is funny. And I, I just think it's a funny concept to talk about, honestly. Uh, I'm thinking that it. it was very slim pickings, very slim pickings this week, especially with the Guardians coming out. You know, once a movie come out, it's like just it's like that's what takes over for the whole time, at least for a couple of weeks. Marvel Studios Phase 7 is currently scheduled to begin in 2026. But fans shouldn't expect these plans to stick. Here are three cre- uh, here are three key reasons why the MCU's feature is expected to see more delays. I mean, yeah, just because of the writer strike, that's it. Honestly. The writer strike, Jonathan Majors, with all the bullshit he got going on. You know, I stopped reporting it because honestly, at this point, unless we see the video where he's clearly exonerated, it's no more to keep talking about. It seemed like He's clearly guilty. Seems like it's clearly guilty. Um, and, you know, when it comes to entertainers, entertainers are the only ones who are, you know, supposed to be held to a higher standard. I mean, when you see all the controversies with Trump. We see all the controversies with Joe Biden. It's like we don't give a damn. We riding with our people. It's not like that with entertainment. For some reason, only entertainment is like uh, a privilege. And if you do some crazy shit, we on your ass. So that is what it is, especially when you black, you already know. So not even really any point of talking about Jonathan Majors. So that's really why I think they said three reasons. I don't know. I still think they out of line for how they doing, taking so long with X-Men. My God, it's embarrassing. We got... Uh, Hugh Jackman with the gray beard If that incites you Entices you I don't know That's pretty much it Nothing really to talk about So I'll see you guys on the next episode Believe in Team Make Believers